Amen. We are going to start with a fun, well, I think it's fun, kind of scavenger hunt. So adults, but mainly children, there are six gates hidden around Central Hall in this room, not outside this room. They may be up at the top. They may be within the seats. There may be one right there. Um, If you could go and find them and bring them back here, like now, that'd be brilliant. Go. Go. If you find one, there may be reading involved. So if you're not a confident reader, find someone, maybe a parent or someone who is. You, I need you to hold it. You stay with it. Yep, no, stay. You stay, stay here. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Oh, Elia, you stay here. Thank you so much. What number does it have on the back? I can, I can read your one. I'll, oh, you want Verity to read it? Verity. <laughs> okay, got snubbed there. Thanks, Ellie. Um, Are you happy to read that? Okay, I'll, I'll read Elliot's. I'll read Elliot's. Oh, Verity. Truly, I tell you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gate, can you hold it? Thank you so much. <laughs> the, gatekeep- the gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all, all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because he, they don't know if the voice of the strangers Jesus have gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Jesus said again, I truly tell you, I am the gate for the sheep, and all came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're so helpful. Thank you. I see. Sorry, don't go. 
A thief com uh, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I've come so, so they may have life and have it in abundance. Brilliant. Can we have a round of applause for our readers? Amazing. And helper, thank you so much. <laughs> I might just quickly put this back together. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, but very, very helpful. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, thank So helpful. Thank you all so much. Brilliant. Fab. Can we have the slide, Mikey, please? Thank you. Dun, 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 dun. Bam. Right. I am the gate. Now, I don't know about you, what comes to mind when you think of gates. I love if you can turn to someone next to you and say the first thing that comes to mind when I say the word gate. Like, if you had to describe your perfect gate ever. Go. Amazing. Sorry to cut your perfect gate conversation short. Um, but maybe one like the ones I've had pictured above comes up. Those gates at the end of your path as you leave your house. Maybe it's a gate in front of a palace or a stately home that's like, no one enter here, this is where the money is. Or maybe, a bit roguely, it's a historic gate like the Brandenburg, I think that's how you say it, gate in Berlin. Now that would be a rogue choice if that's what comes to mind, but that's fair enough if it does. For me, it is the gate that no longer exists that was at the end of my parents' garden when I was growing up. And I loved swinging back and forth on this gate. And my mum would go, Sarah, you're going to break that gate one day. And I still swung back and forth on this gate. And can you guess what happened? It, it broke, thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, it broke. And my mum was like, I told you so. And she was right. So now every time I picture their house, I picture this gap where the gate was that I broke, which is quite sad. But during um, Jesus' time when he said the statement, I am the gate, none of these gates were very common. Instead, two slides. They looked, next one please, Mikey. Yeah, they looked a little like this. Now, that looks like a pretty useless gate. And I have attempted <laughs> to recreate this down here. This is what the chairs are for. Not super well, but just as a visual aid for us. So it looks a little bit useless. What on earth? How is that a gate? You can't see a thing that swings back and forth or keeps anything in. How on earth is things kept in? So the audience Jesus was speaking to wouldn't have known about palace gates or even gates at the end of the garden, but they would have known about agriculture, farming, shepherding. So Jesus used the example of a shepherd herding his sheep, taking them out and taking them in to a little pen thingy. But instead of there being a door that opens and closes, instead the shepherd would stand there and be the gate, and would protect and look after the sheep. So he's not speaking about a door that opens and closes, 
but instead a physical person sitting or laying down in the place. So I'm just going to move, attempt to move this cross while holding a microphone. This could go very wrong. Oh, okay, she's got it. Um, I'm going to put this cross here to help show us that when Jesus says he is the gate, he is saying that he is standing here looking after his sheep. Now, when I found this out, I thought this was so cool and just brought a completely new meaning to the statement, I am a gate. So with this in mind, keep that in our heads, I'm just going to share two points um, that really stood out to me from this verse. Children, teenagers, even adults, if you can remember the two points at the very end of church, and you can come and tell me what my two points were, you might get a small prize that's edible. So we need to have our listening ears on. Yeah, fab. So point number one. Next slide. Thank you so much, Mikey. Only through Jesus are we saved. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, will come in and go out and find pasture. Many people in this room will have a story of how they came to know Jesus. They will all be different and all be really unique. I'm going to share a really, really short snippet of my own to kind of hone in on this idea that Jesus saves. Saves. I loved going to church as a child, and I loved going to conferences like New Wine. I loved the groups. I loved the excitement. All of it, love, love, love. But I'd get home after it, and I'd be like, oh, that's that. And I wouldn't think about it for a whole other year. And then I'd come back, and I'd be like, that's so fun. I love Jesus. Jesus is great. And I'd get home the next day and be like, okay, cool. That's that. It's almost like Jesus, in my faith, lived in a cow shed, which is not true. But that's how I saw it. And I felt really fed up. I was like, why on earth do I feel like this? I just didn't understand. It was almost like for one week of the year, I was here. I was ready to step into the gate, into the pen. But for the other time of the year, I was here, kind of on the edge, not really sure. And that was a lot of my life growing up. And then I had some teenagers that were pretty difficult. And I just felt completely abandoned. I was like, oh, I'm not even anywhere near here. I'm all the way over here. I have no idea who Jesus is. If he really loved me and I was safe, none of this would be happening to me. Now, there wasn't a magic moment when I suddenly ran and I was here and I was ready to step in. It was more like little baby steps, knowing that actually Jesus did love me and there was nothing I could do. No matter how good I was, it didn't matter. All I had to do was come to Jesus, the gate, and be welcomed in and find pasture, which basically just means a nice green land. And I was so shocked when I realized that. I was like, oh, it's done. There's nothing more that can be done. And that's just so important for us to remember. See, when we picture, when Jesus said, I am the gate, it wasn't a gate like the ones I pictured earlier, but it was him. So therefore, we are all invited to come through this gate because of what he did on the cross. 
which I just think is so amazing. There is nothing more that you can do because Jesus has done it all. So that's the first point. Only through Jesus are we saved. Second point, listen and know his voice. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. And so they will run away from him because they do not know the voice of a stranger. Now, children, do you know your parents' voice? Yeah? Kinder. Okay. Well, Jonathan said kinder, so I think you do, though, Jonathan. <laughs> um, so if you hear your mum and dad shouting your name across a park in a supermarket, you go, oh, that's my mum. I know if my mum, even to this day, shouts, Sarah, really loudly in a supermarket. I'm like, oh, she's, she's somewhere. I've got to go find her. I can recognise and hear her voice so clearly because I know it. But if a stranger says my name, most of the time they say Sarah, so I don't respond because that's not my name. But if they happen, <laughs> if they happen to shout Sarah, but it's not a voice I recognise, I'm very unlikely to just go seeking it out and finding them. And in the same way, I would find and run to my mum. And that's what Jesus is showing us here. He's saying he is a voice that can be trusted. He is the gate. He is the shepherd who protects. Lewis is going to talk about the shepherd next week. So I'm going to try not to get into that. But he is the voice we can trust and come to and know, which is just so cool. See, we should be actively trying to hear from him and gain more understanding so we don't listen to the voices of strangers, but instead listen to him. So, because a gate is not just only something. We're going back to thinking about gates in the terms of the ones that I broke in front of the garden. That gate isn't just there for fun. It's there to separate almost the public from the private. And Jesus, because he died on the cross, he can be our meeting place with God. We can come in to this little pen and we can hear from the Holy Spirit. We can hear through the Bible. We can hear in so many ways from God because of what Jesus did. We can know his voice because Jesus is the gate and died for us. Which is, again, I, I find most things really cool. But I find that really cool that I can hear from the God who created the universe. And not only that, but Jesus knows everybody in this room's name. Now, I'm really sorry. I don't know everyone's in this room's name. And I would like to see someone who did without using the help of church suite. Because I don't think a single person could without a single mistake. But Jesus knows everybody in this room's name and welcomes them in to this pen where he is the protector. Which again, really, really cool. So my two points for recapping purposes was, um, only through Jesus are we saved and listen to his voice. Now I love for us to have a time of response. Um, children, thank you so much for good listening and hopefully remembering we would love for you to stay in for the first song for our response because it, you can also hear from God. So my first response, two is my magic number today. The first response 
is maybe you feel like I did, like you're half in the gate, half out the gate, or even if you're over there, like I felt. I'd love, if that is you, you come in. You are so welcomed. Jesus knows your name, and you can come in and find pasture. So if that is you, I'd love to, if you can maybe tell someone around you or prayer team. Yeah, yeah. Come and find someone in the prayer team, and we would love to pray for you. Secondly, I love children as well. We just spend some time giving space and listening to God, knowing his voice. Now, there are lots of different ways we can hear from God. I'm going to list out a few just so we can be aware of them. So in our body, we might feel like a weird sensation in our tummies, like butterflies or something. In our hearts, now my heart gets really heavy before a scary roller coaster, so you might be feeling that. In our minds, you might start thinking about something. In our, in our feelings, I sometimes cry, and that's okay. Um, it just means God is moving. Um, our eyes, we might see something. Or in our ears, we might hear something. Or a Bible verse might come to mind. So children, for the first song, I'd love if you can just stay and be here and be listening. Seeing if God is saying anything to you. If he is speaking to you in any way. That'd be amazing. And then after that, a craft will come out for you. So over to the band. Thank you.